1: You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: It's Wednesday, January 3rd. Today's forecast calls for a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 54. Skies will clear up tonight with the low dipping to 35. Here are today's headlines. Dallas is asking a state appeals court to overturn a local judge's order blocking the city from banning short-term rental properties in single-family zoned areas. Last week, the city filed a notice with the Court of Appeals for the 5th District of Texas to review the case. The appeal is in response to Dallas County District Court Judge Monica Purdy on December 6th approving a temporary injunction sought by a group of STR operators to suing the city over new rules meant to increase oversight and stop them from operating in single-family neighborhoods. Dallas's challenge isn't a surprise. A city spokeswoman told the Dallas Morning News on December 6th that options to appeal the injunction were being considered. The city declined to comment Tuesday, citing the pending litigation. Another news, the Las Vegas families who bought a controlling stake in the Dallas Mavericks have now gained a prime development site near downtown Dallas. A company set up by Sands Corp. owners took the deed to more than a dozen acres on Stemmons Freeway at Inspiration Drive in Dallas's Design District. The high-profile property is just across the freeway from Victory Park and includes a building now used as the Mavericks' practice facility. Companies set up by Mark Cuban, now the Mavericks minority owner, have owned the properties since 2016. Cuban at one time considered using the property for a new arena for the team. Cuban, in an email to the Dallas Morning News, confirmed the sale of the properties to the individuals who purchased the Mavs. The properties are valued for tax purposes at $42.9 million, according to county records. Up next, Funeral and prayer services have been scheduled for Eddie Bernice Johnson, North Texas's most powerful Democrat, during a 30-year trailblazing career in the U.S. House of Representatives, a family member confirmed to the Dallas Morning News. Johnson, who represented Texas's 30th congressional district from 1992 to 2023, died Sunday. She was 89. Johnson's life was largely distinguished by a series of firsts, Including becoming the first African American to serve as chief psychiatric nurse at Dallas's VA hospital, the first African American from Dallas to serve in the Texas Senate since Reconstruction, the first registered nurse elected to Congress, and the first black woman to chair the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee. Johnson represented downtown Dallas for much of her tenure in the House but often extended her influence region-wide, assisting with Dallas Love Field expansions and major highway projects. At 87, Johnson was the oldest member of the House when she left office in January of last year. Meanwhile, the Justice Department asked the Supreme Court for an emergency ruling Tuesday to let federal agents resume cutting razor wire Texas has installed along the U.S.-Mexico border. Governor Greg Abbott accused President Joe Biden of flouting immigration enforcement with the latest legal maneuver. On December 19th, a federal appeals court ordered the Border Patrol to stop cutting the wire, except in an emergency, a major win for Texas officials in one of their many legal skirmishes with the Biden administration over border security. Under Abbott's $10 billion Operation Lone Star, the state has deployed massive resources, including National Guard and state police to address a border crisis that Republicans blame on lax enforcement by President Joe Biden. And Governor Abbott's appointees, who run the Texas lottery, have punted to the 2025 legislature the question of whether ticket sales involving phone apps and middlemen violate state law. Last April's $95 million lotto Texas jackpot was won on one of nearly $11 million of tickets sold to a New Jersey-based entity at a nondescript storefront in a strip center in Colleyville. The win stoked a legislative controversy over phone-app-assisted purchases of tickets for state-run lottery games. The third-largest lottery payout in Texas history was not on a ticket sold at a convenience store. Rather, it went to a winner who chose to remain anonymous on a purchase made through processes whose labels and descriptions are hotly disputed. Basically, orders made via cell phone or computer are fulfilled by employees of large purchasing groups, some of which use courier services to dispatch people to brick-and-mortar locations licensed by the Texas Lottery. Thanks for listening. For the latest breaking news and more on today's stories, visit dallasnews.com.
1: Have a great day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for more. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more